0: The Olympic Channel podcast is brought to you by Bridgestone, worldwide Olympic and Paralympic partner, a founding partner of the Olympic Channel. Olympic Channel podcast. My name is Ed Knowles and this is the official Olympic Channel podcast. There was a shock for Grant Holloway from the USA. He took the silver medal in the 110 meter hurdles after Jamaica's Hansel Parchment pipped him on a photo finish. But the manner in which Grant has handled this result is phenomenal. He spoke to Sanchi Parla, Olympic Olympic Channel podcast.
1: What does it
2: mean to you to achieve what you have here in Tokyo? Uh,
1: It means a lot to achieve, you know, A lifelong dream of competing at the Olympic Games. Um, You know, I I came here aiming for gold, fell a little short, um, but my hat goes off to Hansel Parchment for an amazing race that he ran. I'm looking forward to running against him again soon. Um, But, you know, just to come here and have that lifelong dream of, you know, running in the Olympics and being, you know, an Olympic medalist, it
2: means a lot. A lot of athletes say that their first Olympics can be overwhelming. But you're used to being under the spotlight. You're used to big meets. Just tell us, from your perspective, what was your first experience like?
1: Um, my first experience here at the Olympic Games was was nothing but but a top ten experience. Um, you know, we had you know we had to deal with a little bit of you know protocols and had to do a little bit of extra stuff. But really, just to you know be here is a blessing. You know, to actually live out one of my lifelong dreams is is also amazing. So you know, it was it's nothing but God. I'm grateful
2: but um, I'm not satisfied yet. Not every athlete gets to call themselves an Olympian. And when you took to the start line for your first heat, that came true. Just talk us through what was going, what was that like to start the competition here in Tokyo and be able to call yourself an Olympian? I mean, it felt good.
1: You know, first first and foremost, when I got on that start line, I kind of really was happy, you know, with what with, with what I had done. And, you know, it was just one of the things where I just want to keep working hard at it. Um, luckily, I don't have to wait four years. I gotta wait three years for the next Olympics, which is a is, is a blessing. But, um, you know, the main thing is, is for me just to come out um, with, with, with a gold medal next time. You know, I'm happy that I got silver. I'm happy I'm able to bring a medal back to the United States. Um, one of my main goals is to make sure that I always bring a medal back at every, world, at every major, you know, world championship or Olympics. But, you know, just to, you know start my legacy you know as one of the greats is amazing so I'm happy with that and with that being said um, I'm not satisfied
2: so just watch out. You won your heat you won your semifinals. just talk us through what were some of the things that were happening that helped you build your confidence going into the final?
1: Um, I think what really helped build my confidence was just you know me being Grant you know I've been in a lot of fast races these people that I've raced before Um, and and mostly all the heats for, you know, for example, I raced Hansel Parchment and both my prelims and my semis. So, you know, my hat goes off to him again. He just, you know, he studied, he watched the film, he figured out what I was going to do or my attack points and and everything like that. And he ran an awesome race. So, um, you know, big, 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 big congrats to him. But, um, you know, he got the best of me. Um, The next time we race, I'll make sure I get the best of him. And um, and that's what competition is all about. You know, that's the spirit of competing. You know, some days it might not be your turn, and some days it is. But, you know, you got to take your wins like you take your losses and and vice versa. So I'm very happy. I'm very grateful. Um, it's just to the point now where, you know, we
2: focus and we get ready for the next World Championship. A lot of athletes here have spoken about the pressure that they've faced here. You came into this event as the World Champion, as the the favorite for this event. What was it like for you did you feel the the weight of expectations on your shoulders in that final no
1: uh, not at all you know i didn't feel no no weight or no pressure um i have my own expectations for myself you know the the world has their own expectations for me um i knew what i had to do to win um i just didn't do it so now you know i, I settled with the silver you know i have no excuses he just had the better day for me um with that being said you know i'll i'll, I'll take it for grain of salt i'll move forward and I'll, I'll get ready for the next world championship.
2: We saw what you did out on track, but we don't know. Can you can you talk us through the race, the final, from your perspective so we can ride on board with you yeah. during that race?
1: So so um, during that race, you know, it was, um, we got out the blocks. I usually get out the blocks fast. It's usually like something that I do that's a marquee for me. And then from there, um, Hansel just continued just to, you know, stay on his arms. And he caught me at the last hurdle. Um, he ran thirteen oh five, I ran thirteen oh nine for the silver. It was a photo finish. So, you know, I didn't I didn't just give it away. You know, he had to work to to, to beat me. But um, you know, all in all, Hansel ran a, an amazing race. So my, my hat goes off to Hansel Parchment again. Um nothing but respect. Um, you know, with that being said, we continue just to work. We get ready for the next World Championship and we, we sit back and we relax for a little bit until we gotta get back to work. What does it mean to you to actually walk away with a medal now? Um, it means a lot to walk away from a medal. You know, most people can't even do that. Um, I think uh, only 73 people have medal in, you know, the 110 hurdles. So, you know, that's just a remarkable thing in itself. And, you know, to add me part of that list is it's great. So now I'm looking forward to just uh, going to world championships next year in Oregon, um, defending my title. Coming to uh, everybody has to come to my homeland. they got to come to the United States, so I think it's gonna make it even better. But um, uh, you know, I'm I'm very excited. I'm very happy to you know come to the Olympic Games, get a silver. And you know, with that being said,
2: I'm gonna use this momentum to slingshot me into 2022. It was a very different games and a very different build up to Tokyo 2020. What were some of the struggles that you faced to get yourself here to the start line?
1: Um, I think it was just COVID overall. It was something that held a lot of people back in 2020. Um, we kind of just had a break. But with that being said, you know, we're here now. Everybody's, you know, healthy. And, you know, we're all we're all trying to get that gold medal. You know, I'm, I was blessed and able to walk away with a silver medal around my neck. But, you know, just to bring back a medal to your country is, is a remarkable thing.
2: And you've already talked about what you're going to focus on next. You mentioned the world's coming up. Everyone's coming to your hometown. We also know that in the U.S. trials, you came so close to breaking the world record. Is that something you want to own? Yeah, of course.
1: I think everybody wants to own a world record at the time. Um, I was blessed to have the indoor world record that was set uh, many years ago by Colin Jackson of Great Britain. Um, But now, you know, my eyes are set on, you know, defending my my, my world championship title, getting you know, the world indoor title um, also. But then also, um, you know, my eyes are always set on that world record. You know, I'm not gunning for it. It's when it, when it happens, it happens. But I know I'm capable of doing it. I know, you know, what my body felt like when I did do it. So
2: now it's up to me to, to trust my training and go get it. What is something you learned about yourself during this Tokyo 2020 experience?
1: Um, something I learned about myself is that um, you find out who's really in your corner, you know, through it all. Um, I was blessed and able to have many people in my corner, you know, through through the good and the bad. You know, even though I got the silver medal, many people are still, you know, congratulating me and saying it's it's good to have you here, you know, for the United States and and put another get another medal for for Team USA and the 110 hurdles. But um, you know, it always just shows, you know, even when you do lose, you find out who's really in your corner. So I'm blessed. I'm happy to have this this opportunity to use my platform and you know just to thank everybody. So you know. From the bottom of my heart,
2: thank you guys for you know all the support. It's been a long journey to get to Tokyo 2020, and I imagine you've been so focused in this one mission. Now that it's done, what's one area or aspect or interest in your life that you hope that you can spend a bit more time doing?
1: I'm definitely just getting closer with my family. You know, these last couple of months, really, I've been locked in on track, Um, but I really plan on getting closer with my family. You know, with this downtime, Um, rather if that's you know contacting them, going to go see them. Um, you know, it's just one of the things where I'm very happy and blessed to have them in my life. So, you know, with that being said, getting just closer with uh, family and friends and also working on my golf game. Your golf game? Golf game, man. I'm trying, I'm trying to become the next Tiger Woods. Hopefully I can step out of track and field and, and go, go to the greens and go make a couple putts. Of- <laughs>
2: What's your handicap like now? How do you uh, play? don't worry.
1: <laughs> we're still we're still working. We're still working.
2: <laughs> <laughs> On a scale of like where are you? How how soon are we going to see you in two, athletics and golf and uh, the Olympics? <laughs> hopefully after I can get this world record. That, that's a great one. <laughs> <laughs> who are some of your who are some of your golfing idols? That you like
1: Oh, uh, I just started playing it during during the covid season. Really, just gives me an outlet away from track and field. So, very happy with that being said. But uh, you know, just something I'm looking forward to doing. Are there any crossover skills? No, not at all. (laughs) No, a lot, a lot of pain. (laughs) A lot of pain.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Olympic Channel podcast.
0: Massive thanks to Sanjeev and also to Grant. Okay, next week we have British Paralympian Lauren Stedman on the podcast. Here's a little clip of that interview.
2: I actually think that the gold medal would be probably second on my objectives this time in that, yes, I want to bring home the gold. Um, I'm definitely within the position to bring it home. I've got to have a flawless race because the girls are fearless. Um, But last time I got myself into such a state emotionally before the race that, you know, I was dreading it. Whereas this time I've had discussions with my coach. I want to love my race. I want to enjoy this process. I may not make the next Paralympics, I might not qualify. So actually, I want to enjoy wearing the kit, the process of flying out with a team, racing on the biggest stage there is in the Paralympics. And that for me is what I'm holding highest is actually, as I am in the world of pain and the race, to embrace every single aspect and love what I'm doing. Because I think,
0: Lauren's interview will be out in full next week. Okay, that's it for now. Stay safe, stronger together, and see you very soon.
2: Think like an Olympian.